0: Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Episode 31.
1: This is going to be a good one. This is when we get a lot of questions about. Yeah. And um, it was good timing because I was thinking we need to get back into teaching some tools for, well, for beginners. like teach We teach tools every week. We taught a lot <laughs> of tools at the beginning of the yeah. podcast, but... A lot of um, podcasts recently have been related to topics that and come up in our lives. And, and, yeah. and now that you know the tools, let's start dealing with life. It's but with life. this is a really good tool. It's called the hunger
0: scale. You're just jumping right in this week, right? I you? am. Yeah, yeah, I guess I am. All right, go for
1: it. So uh, today we're going to talk to you about the hunger scale. And this is a tool that we use to measure the hunger you're actually feeling and where you should be on a scale of negative 10 to positive 10. Right. Or is it negative 8 to positive 8? No,
0: 10 to 10. 10 to 10. Yeah, so I want you to envision this. I just want to take a step back on the hunger scale. I want you to take a piece of paper and I want you to draw zero in the middle of the piece of paper. And then I want you to draw a line going to the right and a line going to the left of equal distance. And in between the zero and the end of the line on each side, you're going to write one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way to 10, 10 little dots. And zero is your neutral. Zero is where we sit every day. This is when you are not thinking about food. You are fully satisfied. You're not hungry. You're not full. You're just neutral. Okay. When we get into the negative numbers, this is hunger. So when we're at negative one, negative two, negative three, those are stages that we're starting to feel hunger and sensations in the body, right? That's when things start to feel. And then the positive, so positive one, positive two, all the way up to positive 10, Is as we eat when we're feeling full or satisfied. And the problem is most people are eating like negative one or two. So this is like, as soon as I feel the onset of a little bit of hunger, I eat to positive eight or positive seven, Mm -hmm. somewhere in there. I overeat. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is the problem. We don't know and we don't define our stages of hunger and our stages of satisfaction, So what we need to do, and this is personal for everybody, is you take your 10, you take your 20 points, your zero and your plus 10 and your negative 10, and you really start to identify in your physical body, what does positive one feel like? What does positive two feel like? What does positive three feel like? So that you know, we all know, I can guarantee you, think back to the last holiday dinner you had. We all know what positive 10 feels like.
1: That's when you're, that's when you're at the restaurant and- You're so full. You're almost finished your meal, but you're just so full. You're like, I can't finish this anymore. And then the waiter and waitress doesn't come back for a while, so you just keep picking at it, and you don't realize, but in the next five minutes, you've actually finished that meal, and you're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't eat another thing. And then the friend is like, oh, let's get dessert. And then they bring the dessert menu, and you're like, yeah, I'll take the chocolate
0: fudge cake, please. That gets you to positive 10. You were probably at positive seven when you were full. Yeah, yeah. But positive 10 is like turkey pant territory. Yeah. That is elastic band, stretchy material, sweat type material. Oh, yeah. That is the only thing comfortable. There's like wearing a, a b-
1: lot of discomfort.
0: If you're wearing a belt or button up pants at positive 10.
1: You're not anymore.
0: No, that button <laughs> flew across the room. <laughs> but everyone knows that feeling of discomfort, positive 10. You don't want to ever get there. Everyone also probably knows what their positive or negative 10 on the Being hungry scale feels like so all the way down to negative 10. It's like when you haven't eaten all day and you get to that wedding and I'm not saying negative 10 is where you're just starving like a starving child in a developing country. I'm saying negative 10 is like when you're starving and mentally your body has now put all these physical sensations in place to tell you that you deserve to stuff your face because you haven't eaten Forever.
1: And really, you probably had breakfast that day, but it's just been maybe a stressful day. Maybe you skipped
0: all your meals because you were going to a wedding. How many people do this, right? Mm -hmm. I have a big wedding tonight. I'm not going to eat all day so I can eat good at the wedding. And then Mm. you get to the wedding and the first onset of food, the first thing you see, you just start eating. And then you mindlessly eat and you go from negative 10 to positive 8 within like 20 minutes. Right, That's a whole stream across the hunger scale. The, th- the point of the hunger scale is to really start to identify what they are. So if we know what positive 10 feels like and we know what negative 10 feels like, now we just have to reverse engineer it. Don't start and try to understand what plus 1 and negative 1 feel like and then what to plus 2 and positive and mm-hmm. negative 2. I want you to start on these ends of the spectrum because unfortunately as a society, we're more comfortable knowing what positive 10 and negative 10 feel like. Right. Really hungry and really, really full. And then reverse engineer them back a little bit. And you'll know what positive five and negative five feel like. Negative five is discomfort. Mm -hmm. It's growling in your tummy, right? And positive five, as far as being satisfied, is uncomfortable. Positive five is not comfortable. Positive five is where you're still uncomfortably full. You've gone past the level of satisfaction. And for success, what we talk to clients about is on the hunger scale, you should be filling up your tank. And and this really depends on your protocol, okay? When we design a protocol with someone, it really, we, you know, we can talk about um, how we're going to tell you to eat and what you're going to eat and what you're going to avoid. But you yourself have to really define this point for yourself as far as the feelings in your body because it's different for everybody. We all have tons of experience behind us in food Mm -hmm. and nutrition and when we've been, when we haven't, how many yo-yo diets we've done that have screwed up our sensations for hunger. So you really have to define it. But what we talk about is eating usually around two to two. And eating two to two means that zero is neutral. When you hit negative two, not negative one, not just a little bit of hunger. When you hit negative two, that means there's a little bit of discomfort with the hunger. Then we want you to eat until you get to positive two. So it's only four steps up the hunger scale, right? We're eating from negative two to positive two. And positive two is the smallest amount of satisfaction. I have held off that craving. I have er, I have given into that little bit of, I need substance and I had it and I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. You're not uncomfortable in any way, shape or form at positive two.
1: You just gave yourself the fuel it actually needed. Yeah, you didn't exactly. overdo it in any way.
0: So I want you to think about your fuel tank. And this would be crazy if you did this with gas. You're going to do this with your nutrition. But I want you to imagine that you always kept your fuel tank at half tank. And as soon as it dropped down to a quarter tank left of fuel, you would actually gas up to three quarters. And then you would just leave it again. And neutral is fine. You're fine staying in the middle of the tank. And as soon as you got down near that quarter left, you would gas back up to that three quarters. And you would just play in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's what the hunger scale teaches you to do is play in the middle. Mm -hmm. Don't eat too much and don't get too hungry. Because the only reason we eat too much is when we get too hungry.
1: And a lot of it is a mind game, right? So it's also understanding the true physical sensations going on in your stomach rather than what's going on in your head. right? Absolutely. Because my brain loves to tell me huge stories of all the things I deserve. And, you know, especially now that I'm so hungry. So um, it's just, it, it, it can be a lot of self-sabotage.
0: Yeah, this is really talking about like, Using hunger as a tool. Right. And so, you know, way I think to, if we go, go through a few things, like what does hunger as a tool mean?
1: Well, we want to use hunger, like, as a way to tune into our bodies. So, like I said, differentiating right. between emotions and sensations, separating our stomach from our brain and the drama our brain loves to create. And, you know, what society has conditioned us to think we should be doing rather than what we should actually be doing, rather than what's actually good for our bodies and our stomachs. And so we use the hunger scale, um, you know, the 10 to 10 or preferably the two to two to be present with our body, to be, to, to know exactly what our current needs are. And you don't need to, um, think ahead or anything like that. You just need to focus on how you're doing right now and make sure you're staying in that zone.
0: Right. So here are a few questions that I want you to answer for yourself. I want you to get a piece of paper and write these down to really, to really get the gravity of what we're talking about. So if you're hungry, for instance, here's a simple one. Where are you on the hunger scale now? And this is where you have to be honest with yourself. Right now, when you're listening to this, where would you put yourself on the hunger scale? Zero being completely neutral. There's no feeling towards food at all. You are completely, you know, just indifferent to food.
1: And I have to say, this is going to take practice. It's going to take a lot of practice for you to truly gauge the hunger scale and understand where you are, where you overdid it, where you need to redo it and get back on track. And And you're going to slip up.
0: You're going to think you're eating at a plus two and you're really eating at a plus four or five. Yeah. Okay. The easiest way to do it is answer some of these questions. So where are you on the hunger scale now? Take a stab at it. Where do you sit right Mm -hmm. now while you're listening to this? Number two, how does hunger feel to you at negative four? Just tell us how it feels to you. At negative four, is it uncomfortable? Um, Do you get, you know, um, desires for certain foods? Like, do you know if you hit negative four, I desire sweets or something like that? Like we Mm want to know what are the things that hit you at that point? And again, these might not be the right answers yet until you really dive into your feelings on the hunger scale.
1: Yeah, because these are like the triggers that kind of get you going into your eating and moving up the scale.
0: Yeah. And then the other one is how does hunger feel at negative eight? Because the problem is sometimes we think negative four is a lot more than negative four. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, how does it feel at negative four? But how does it feel at negative eight? And there's got to be a big difference there. Okay, so don't overestimate negative four.
1: It's crazy the thoughts that come up at negative eight. (laughs) The scarcity you get into and and the fear.
0: Well, this is the thing. The hunger scale is completely tied into our emotional health and our emotional well-being. And the things that come up Mm -hmm. as a result, everybody knows You know, if you've listened to this podcast at least one week, you have heard us say, nobody has a weight problem. People have problems. And I can't say that enough because it's so true. And the problems that happen in our life are directly related on the hunger scale. They will manipulate that hunger scale big time to us. Right. They will turn a negative two into a negative five so quickly Mm -hmm. because of discomfort.
1: Well, you even have those famous sayings of like, I'm sorry for the things I said when I was hangry. Yeah. And (laughs) you have to wonder, where is hangry for you? For some people, that's like the negative three. And for others, you know, it takes a while for them to get there. Some people can, you know, will get to dinner and be like, oh shoot, I completely forgot to eat my breakfast and lunch. And other people are like... I have had seven meals today. Yeah. And I, th- I don't know how to stop. I
0: think just relatively hanger can't start until negative four or beyond. I think if you put it before negative four, you're being unrealistic on your negatives. I think that hanger has to come in some way with a lot of discomfort in, in being hungry. And I think hanger will start negative four. That's when you may just, you know, be a little snippy. And negative six or negative eight is when you may be full on angry and negative ten is like complete watch out, out of control. Like saying things you didn't mean. You're really Dan and DeVito until you have that Snickers and then you're back (laughs) to yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I think it is. And then on the hunger side, I really think, you know, plus one is that's tasty. And plus two is I've eaten. Mm -hmm. You may not feel satisfaction because at the beginning, because we're so used to satisfaction coming with discomfort when our stomach feels full which means there's pressure on our pants, which means we are slightly uncomfortable. We think that is satisfaction. That is not satisfaction. Satisfaction is being perfectly comfortable after being fed, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're feeding a baby, I want you to think about that. You feed that baby and that baby doesn't go and go and go until it's just ready to burst. The baby will tell you like that's enough yeah. because the baby, guess what? Has no scarcity issue around food. But the hunger scale teaches us not to eat in scarcity because the problem is when you hit negative four and negative five, you get a scarce mentality and your brain starts going, oh my gosh, we're at negative five. Food may never exist again. Better go fill up my tank. And so this never happens again. So I never hit negative five again. I am going to eat to positive eight just to make sure that if if the world ends and I get to negative four again tomorrow because I didn't get my bagel in the morning, I didn't get my muffin in the morning. That, you know, I'm going to be okay because I'm going to eat to positive eight right now. Right. It's just understanding two to two. Yeah. Get a little hungry, get a little satisfied. Get a little hungry, get a little satisfied.
1: And as overwhelmed as you can feel when you're first trying to figure out your own hunger scale and where you fall um, at different parts of the day on it. It does get easier because also if you're following a protocol and you're going to get fat adapted because you've taken out flour and sugar and so you're able to balance out your hormones and everything, um, it becomes so much easier to want to stay in the two and two because you've gotten rid of the desires and the cravings and you're not thinking about food. And that's the whole point of the protocol is to not let um, your desires for food kind of run your life and dictate how your day plays out. No, exactly. and I yeah. think
0: the hunger scale is a personal thing and it is tough to understand. We, you know, we we know that everyone is unique, everyone's individual when it comes to the scale. So what I would like to do is invite anybody who has questions on the hunger scale and would like a free hunger scale analysis. If you just want to better understand the hunger scale and how it works for you, mm-hmm. this is where you can do things like the free mini session with us. Yeah. It's absolutely free. You can just email us info at the shred And say that you want to do a hunger scale analysis. It's a quick, you know, 30-minute free session that you get where we can talk about hunger scale and we can design your hunger scale for you, exactly tell you where the feelings are based on your history with food and exactly what you're feeling. And then we can talk about anything else you want. It's Mm -hmm. a mini session. It's completely up to you. All it is is a chance to give you an insight into what we do one-on-one with our clients. And there is no obligation to it. It's just a benefit to you if you would like to take advantage of it. We've had people email in on past shows and have questions about the topic and they would do a free mini session, get explanation on the topic and then they would go on and listen to our podcast again and again each week. And that was fine. Yeah. The mini session is there for um, additional information, education, or just to get a little bit of a taste of what we do.
1: Right. So that's what we have for you today on the hunger scale. And um, yeah, we want to thank you for listening. If you want to, if you like what you're hearing, please hit subscribe, tell a friend and you can rate and review us on iTunes or Google Play or super Stitcher. Easy. It's super not a easy hard thing to do. And until then, we will see you next week. All
0: right, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com. on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. We'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.